0: what you just say though
1: yeah I don't I don't think Vince really love black people the way people think he do like I know we got Lashley as champion we got <laughs> Bianca we got Apollo that sounds all well and good right like hit roll Isaiah just won NXT title it's all well and good but that's people that make money like you know Elias got way more TV time and way more to do in a rivalry with the MAGA man than you know Naomi she's out there to help Eva Marie get over and I mean Mm -hmm. Elias is out there to help other people get over so I don't want to disrespect but he just he get more TV time who would you rather see on TV bro we tired of seeing Drew they all Drew is booked and busy.
0: Hey man, like listen.
1: Drew, you know he moving uh, like a city girl. Yeah, man. It's it's he he on his thought shit for real. Can but, he thought is? Oh, okay. That that was gonna be crazy.
0: You know I would have said something. no.
1: Because Drew is a good parallel with the baby. Oh, like, my God. Go ahead. I got to hear this one. <laughs> like, nah, for real, because you think of 2019. Everybody loved the baby. You like Suge, You like baby on baby. I was playing the fuck out that album. Yeah. You know what the problem? You know, same thing with Drew. Drew was dope. He was killing it. You know what the problem with the baby was? Someone basically said this. He made "Baby on Baby" forty-five more times. Pop out the Sailor Man beats. Yep. He was out here with the Willy Wonka production every <laughs> single time. Like we let it ride on Bob because we liked Bob. He, he said, "How you?" He, he said, "How can I get a song with Jay Z?" And the press
0: ratio was high. They was like, "Man, Jay ain't trying to rap on this." Pop out the yeah. Sailor Man beats.
1: What and they man, said about the beats, yeah. And then he was in the promo picture looking like Uncle Jerome, and I was like, What is going on here? Like, what is this a snowfall song? What is going on? Because I was so confused. There was nothing 80s about that record, but just to bring it back, like 2019 was when people really started getting behind Drew because he really started talking that shit properly. You know, he got the the Shane McMahon alliance so that everyone knew like, okay, right after that, he going to the he going to the top. Won the rumble. People was hype. Because he knocked Brock out, he became a star and like you got to think that was the rumble where Edge came back and motherfuckers was crying in the club. All of us were. He won that rumble. He got to mania. He won the title. Drew was riding high. And then what? Yeah. It was the same Drew McIntyre match over and over and over again. Even in the little stipulations, the hell in a cell with Randy Orton, the ambulance match, the extreme rules with Dolph Ziggler, the, the elimination chamber. It was the same Drew McIntyre match you've been getting for the past year. You ain't got nothing new out of him. And that ain't his fault because that's how he's been booked. Yeah. But he it was the same thing so much that people just got tired of him. But. Let, you know, like the baby, let folks tell it. And then white folks love him.
0: Do they? Or they just love his music because it definitely sounds like TikTok beats. Well, there's that. Is I that. really think he just make music just for TikTok. Like, well, that's most of these artists these days. And then they get on the playlist. But that's besides the point. But I really feel like he just does those. Sometimes they even sound like TikTok. No, I ain't going to say that because I've heard some fire-ass beats on TikTok. And they be original nah, people, songs.
1: People be killing it on TikTok. But no, you like, you are trying to get the, neg- the dance challenge on TikTok, which is fine. Like, I ain't got no, tr- no trouble with that. It's the same thing like, you know. WWE is not necessarily in this for television ratings anymore. They want the peacock streams and they want the social media interactions. That's why on commercial breaks, they in, they advertise like, oh, yeah, we're we're the most engaged sports uh, entertainment company on YouTube and on social media around the world. Like that's more than the NFL, NBA, MMA, boxing, all this combined. And it's like, OK so they probably looking at who's trending on youtube and if she, if uh drew is still trending high on youtube his clips are still trending high you know the baby be on songs with jack harlow wait a so leap or of course he gonna trend
0: wait so remember remember around 2015 2016 ish remember how member Re- <laughs> i just hear george Lopez little say, you remember you remember i was thinking
1: okay. uh worst behavior
0: yeah that as well because they definitely was on a worst behavior remember when i swear remember every show especially on raw with stephanie was there okay and Triple H was there when the authority angle was going around, What's going on. I swear, bro. They would say every single week, the greatest this, the greatest that of all time. am I tripping. I swear up and down. They would say, this is the greatest of all I swear. I'm going to find them clips, and I'm going to put them on the Summer Jam screen, because I swear every time they would say something, they'd be like, this is the greatest WWE champion of all time. The greatest WrestleMania. I'm like, bro, what? That shit used to annoy me. I'm like, bro, everything can't be the greatest ever. But y'all treating, no. now let's cut to 2021. And I said we could wait on Drew, but fuck it. I'll just say this. They treat him like the greatest of all time. Boy, this is a baby face comeback for no reason. Just to get yeah. us out of boredom. Like, boredom yeah. is really going over on him. And somehow they just kind of have him get the baby face
1: comeback against boredom.
0: That's not going to happen, big fella.
1: Nah, nah, you you going the same way as LL Cool J. Like, you about to say, Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you ain't gone nowhere. What you coming We're not back? Calling from? Him Big
0: Drewy, you're not just like Big
1: LA. Nobody no. has ever called you Big LA. What did no. what,
0: was LL Cool J respond to that, dude? Nobody has ever called you anything. <laughs> I gotta find that tweet. That shit had
1: me hysterics, nobody has ever called you anything. LOL. The sad part was he was right. I have never heard anyone call call him Big Ellie. Like it was so rude that he had to respond because it was like, Yo, how you just flame how you just flame LL out of nowhere? Was that a cannabis burner? <laughs> so
0: that's what's hilarious that's one of the few good things about the internet because people would just bring shit back from the past and make it hysterical. Like, bro, what was y'all thinking? Call his man, big Ellie. Like nigga, we did not call him big Ellie. Big Ellie. Yeah.
1: Cause they I swear me.
0: that was two, 2017 or 18. When somebody brought that back up, it might've been 19 somewhere around there. Yeah, It was like 19 at the latest. I just remember like people just randomly brought up his lyrics. Like, why was he called himself big Ellie? And he only called himself Big Ellie one time, and I was on that song.
1: Yeah, like he—he he himself has never called himself Big Ellie before or after that. And he got <laughs> mad because someone said, "Nigga, nobody call you that." <laughs> but, hey, but you gotta continue the lyrics, bro. Big silly, <laughs> like what? Yeah, like what? What is going on? You was just saying anything, like, just because that nasty man, Timbo, had you on the fire beat.
0: Okay, yeah. I was about to say, we can at least say that, like, I I don't really like the lyrics, like, I don't know what it has, I think I know what head sprung means, and I don't think it means a sexual thing. I Damn. think I know what it means, but more so it's just the beat, because, bro, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you. And it's insane because I think I know the whole verse too, which is sad, but blame Rap City.
1: Yeah. No, but I was about to say, not to turn this into a music podcast, but I was about to say, look, man, lyrics are nice, but they don't really, really matter too much to me like that. Like the best example I can give you is I have been listening to both the Gold Link and Tyler, the Creator albums. Mm -hmm. and like the Golink album is so much distortion that half the time i don't know what he's (laughs) saying but the grooves are so nice is that and on call me if you get lost the rapping isn't bad like the flow is good the lyrics don't really move me like that but the beats are great
0: absolutely
1: like i told you this like it's a great album it's just lyrics don't really do much for me they're not bad they're not horrific but i'm also 33 so
0: that's what i was about to say bro you gotta understand like we we ain't old but we ain't young yeah. so it's like bro i try to tell people what i always say my favorite rappers i listen to either have ptsd or they just old like you know what i mean they got kids and responsibility for the most part like even though they talk about drug dealing shit and all that, and you know, what I mean, it's talking about their past life, but still, they raise their families properly. So that's another thing. But it's like the Tyler album is great, but for a thirty-two-year-old, thirty-three-year-old mindset, it's like it's cool, but these beasts is fire. Yeah. And then it's it's you know, it's festival music. Like it's gonna go off at the Odd uh, Future Festival,
1: though. Oh yeah, 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 no, the the Odd Fest, it's gonna be good. And it's like it's like I said, it's not bad. Neither of those albums are bad. Because I was trying to think of another album that recently came out where, like, it's it's not bad. It's just the beats are so great that the lyrics, you know, I'll catch them when I catch them. I think the one I was thinking of, it was an R&B album. Oh, the Shelly album. Mm-hmm. The Shelly album, I was just so taken back by, like, the production on it for a while that I didn't even really get into the lyrics. Same thing happened with Lucky Day. I was listening to the production and the melody and I was like, yo, this is great. Then I finally listened to the lyrics. I was like, yo, you can actually write a song. Yeah, I'm a but um, yeah, but uh, now nah, this, you know, this episode 41, I didn't realize we got to 41 episodes already. But uh, we're
0: grinding, big fella. we're going to keep going. Yeah. Up.
1: yeah. Be sure to subscribe to the show your network, show your work network uh, I know.
0: It's a, it's a long name. Yeah. Show Your Work Network. Uh, yeah. At show Your Work Network. Uh, and then you can just catch us individually at K Bane Dead. You can just do your Googles on that. We're on most streaming platforms now on YouTube. But if you want to go straight to Show Your Work Network as well, like, share, subscribe, all that. It's like one of them YouTube hopes, kind of.
1: Yeah. We, you know, we got to plug stuff. Make sure you listen to Banks versus Davis. Got to do that. And, uh, you know, uh, why not? Let's pro- promote some other black wrestling podcasts. You know, there, there's the Jobber Tears. There's Public Enemies who are killing it right now. Yes. Uh, there's those wrestling girls who are killing it right now. Absolutely. Uh, oh, shout out to Jobber Tears because they just interviewed D-Lo Brown. Oh, yeah, uh, I saw
0: that. I got
1: to step in. Uh, shout out to Dead Ass Girls Podcast, the wildest <laughs> – the wildest ladies in uh, podcast wrestling—they got all the Tony Storm thicker than quotables. Oh, I I
0: haven't tapped into them yet, but if they got that, I'm going to go ahead.
1: Yeah, every time they see Tony Storm, it just be—they just get ludicrous with the the bar, the quotables.
0: She thicker so. than what? What they say?
1: I got to find one. Uh, I'm a I'm a randomly pop up with one but uh the last one we got a shout out is the black wrestling podcast because you know like like the other ones they killing it and they just released their uh annual, i think this is their third one now mm-hmm. top uh what was it top 50 wrestlers 50 black wrestlers <laughs>
0: Yes, sir. They're not doing it like that other list that we want to name. They're doing it the right way. They do it every Juneteenth.
1: Yeah. Lord have mercy, Tony Storm Thicker than a Christmas Fruitcake. That's one. Uh, You can keep going but... Yeah, no, no. Or at least after this. (laughs) After this one. Yeah, no, I'm going to just randomly pop in with some. So, uh, nah. But, uh, what else happened so you want to go over the list or yeah we, we got the list and we got a few names um the they have they did 50 we're gonna go over the top 10 but just to you know do you want to shout out a few names before we get to the uh, top 10
0: so shouts out myron reed shouts out if, if, i'm gonna go to my memory because i don't have a list in front of me right now uh shouts out shane taylor yes Sh- shouts out uh damn hold on let me bring up the Kiara list. So sound yeah uh Sa- tasha steels is on there uh shout out to Jay i know Cargill. the names but i want to make sure yeah i know the names but i want to make sure they on there uh shouts out to one half of msk oh shouts uh, out to
1: Wesley, yeah, Wesley. Shouts out to Trey Miguel. Okay, I call Wesley Athletic to the digs. That's funny. It just looked like I was like, Man, am I watching blind spotting right now? What the fuck is going on?
0: What's my man's name from uh AEW? Did Ricky the Starks to the two light skinned kids? Oh, oh, yeah, uh, shouts out
1: to my cousin Ricky Starks.
0: No, no, but not Ricky Starks because I know Ricky Starks, but the uh, the two
1: light skinned dudes. Uh what are they they, they call Top Flight? Or are you talking about the acclaimed?
0: No, the, the battle rapping kid. I don't know his name. That's one
1: of them. Uh Uh what is the acclaimed? The acclaimed though. Yeah, cuz they they are getting like honestly, they're what AEW thought private party was going to be.
0: Okay, I got the list up right now. Uh, oh, it's
1: Max, uh, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens.
0: There you go. Uh, Shouts out to Naomi. It, it's so many names, but I'm going with the ones I'm more familiar with. Uh, Naomi yeah. is one. Always. our truth always.
1: Absolutely. Our truth MVP. Oh, yeah, you, you know, we're going to talk about him. Yeah, and then, A-C-H. Uh, Nyla Rose, all of them. But, uh, yeah, you know, you got to get your doppelganger in there. No, sir. Um,
0: Sean Benjamin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but we're going to go to the top 10 now. And y'all yeah. probably seen the top 10 already, but we're just going to run it down for you just in case you haven't. So, Paulo Cruz at 10, Kofi at 9, Rich at 8, Montel, Vontavious, Porter at number 7, Montez Ford. At number six, and in the top five we got Chris Bay, Big E, Bianca Belair, Bobby Lashley, and number one, uh, the Mandalorian Zone, Sasha Banks. So, what'd you think of this top ten? Uh,
0: you already know how I feel about lists, but you know I will give my opinion if it's like, all right, cool. I will put this person here, put this person there, and they said they're open today. You know what I mean? If people just do it this way but you know shouts out to the to math big bro math he you know i mean this is his uh child so to speak you know he really put his research into this and you know this is more it's, it's all their idea but if i'm not mistaken this is his main idea but regardless you know i appreciate him and i think others have showed it's more loved and hate which is cool yeah so with the top 10 i don't with lists you know i mean i don't i'm not really an opinionated person but this list i really don't have honest to god truth i really don't have a a problem with it i think i told them personally uh yeah no i told them you know i mean like i I hit up people directly you know i mean like that's what i do and then you know i have I'm, i'm cool with them as well so i i really told them thank you for doing this list i don't have a I don't really have a problem with this list. Like, I was happy Apollo made 10. I, if you see me in the comments, anybody that follows me on social media or wants to, or even if you don't, you'll see me in the comments. You know what I what I said about Apollo. And I think I've been on here numerous times and said nothing but good things about Apollo, especially when he got this gimmick. Yeah. I, the only problem I ever had with Apollo is he was smiling too much. Now he got this gimmick. I'm like, oh, now I'm tapped in. I'm a fan. Oh, yeah. I want to go buy this shirt right now. What's the shirt called? My word is law. I'm about to buy that shirt right now, big fella.
1: Yeah. I sound you like got... a Silk the Shocker album, but I love it.
0: <laughs> look, the colorway and the design of the shirt definitely look like a
1: uh,
0: Master P production. It, look, it definitely look like a No yeah. Limit cover.
1: Yeah, that it lets you know. Have you an ugly Georgia. Photoshop. Yeah, it got to yeah, be a little more did... tacky.
0: Yeah, they, they that's all so I just need the ugly Photoshop, but it looks good and I like green, so yeah, I don't have a problem. You got Apollo at number 10. I was happy about that. You got Kofi at number nine, which is good, especially at this age, like to be with the company for what 12 years now and yeah. still be relevant, that's not easy to do no. at all. And then I don't think people realize that Kofi is what 38 years old. Yeah. About to be 38, 39 years old.
1: So that, that's
0: that's not easy to do.
1: Uh Atis, Rich Swan. Yeah. Impact Champion. Gotta be there.
0: Yeah, Impact Champion held it down. I mean, shit. He, he about one only, even though I watch Impact Wrestling, he only bought five names that you could name on that damn show for the most part. Yeah, I
1: think three of them are on this list, so. Um,
0: yeah, you got MVP at seven. You got yeah. Montez at six. That one was Not a interesting. problem there. I I think it's just with everybody else, they just see what can be in the future. Even in a tag yeah. team, you just see it now. So I don't really have a problem with. And then I mean, he funny when he on the mic, you already know what the business is. He funny as hell. Yeah. No, absolutely. See? You got the underground uh, young legend right now, the currency of the wrestling game, as I call him, Chris Bay. This man go anywhere. Shit. I be seeing him on Twitter. He's like, I'm going this city. I'm going this city. I'm like, yeah, see, he going to make it. just <laughs> like, oh, y'all don't want to get booked? Bet. I'm about to go get to work. So they got oh, Chris yeah. Bay at five. Big e at four. Bianca at three. Bobby Lashley year two. And then number one is Sasha Banks. I don't, which, yeah, yeah. that top three is kind of solidified. Like with Bianca, just because she's only been on the main roster for a year now, even though she's been on the main roster for, a, shit, it might be under a year, but she's been on the roster roughly a year now. It's been a year, and to beat, yeah, and to beat champion already,
1: that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I think the Bianca getting the number 3 really started this year because if you if she doesn't win the rumble, she doesn't have that thing with Bailey, she might not make the top 10 because her first year was good, but it wasn't that. Um but no, absolutely winning the rumble, you know, the main event in WrestleMania you know, just when we thought like women weren't going to WrestleMania main event WrestleMania for a long ass time, then we get two black women to main event WrestleMania. You know, and not only is they main event WrestleMania, they main evented the best night of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So, you know that that was uh that was important because they just had Bad Bunny right before then, and that could have like killed all their buzz. But they, the crowd was into it. The crowd loved it. And they were really there for Bianca. And, uh, hey, man, this list wasn't hard. This list wasn't hard. The way everybody performed, you know, this past year, it wasn't hard to pick people. The only one that I thought should have been higher, just from what I've heard about him and what he's been doing in Ring of Honor, was Shane Taylor. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause from what I told, he basically put Ring of Honor on his back, and he was yeah, like, I, "Look, we we going back."
0: If I'm not mistaken, somebody, uh, whether it be in the comments or so, said the same thing about Shane Taylor. Yeah, somebody else said something about that along the lines of, you know, he should be hired in that, but it's no problem. The thing is, is just the people that you know are mentioned should be here should be there they're not saying oh no i don't I, I did it's like they're placing you know how i can go my more so gripe when it comes to lists it's because rap lists because it's no winning because everybody gonna say this somebody gonna say that and then for the most part i don't give a damn if y'all really want me to debate something pull up the r&b list i got time then but when it comes to rap i don't care so that's where i kind of take myself away from my opinions on lists but with this list like i said for the most part, like, yeah, this person go here, this person go there, but I still like the list. So, what you're saying, yeah, yeah absolutely. We agree with you on that just because Shane Taylor definitely put ROH on his back. And, you know, what I mean, I've always watched ROH, but I watch more so now. But I think it's just one of those things where it's ROH. So, a lot of I, that's probably where the placing goes. But yeah, then again, the great thing about this list is for people that don't know what Shane Taylor a Willie Mac, a, a Calvin Tankman, now you got this list. Yeah, that That's the best thing I think about it because of, you don't know a lot. Of, like me and you, we watch wrestling. But let's yeah. say the average fan that just see this list, they probably don't know who half these people. And they don't even probably know who Chris Bay is. If you just watch, if you're a casual watcher, you don't know who these people are, especially – uh, Chris Bay, you'll, you'll question why Chris Bay is number five and this person from the WWE isn't up there because you're a casual watcher. But for people that's really tapped in, you're like, okay, this makes sense. Now, Shane Taylor more than likely might go up, depending, I don't know what they're going to do, what half yeah. them going to do with this list when it comes to that, you know what I mean, in a year from now. We never know what's going to happen a year from now in life in general, so let alone tomorrow. So he might climb up. You know what I mean? Apollo being number 10, they gave their reason for it. And I was happy for it because once again I'm an Apollo fan. But if he didn't win the IC title, if he didn't have the, these good matches in this feud with Big E, he probably wouldn't even be in the top 10.
1: No, absolutely. I um like, yeah, and it's no gripe with placement. It's just that's just like how I put that. If I gotta have one gripe, yeah, that's the one I gotta have. And it's not even like a gripe, like, oh, you shouldn't have did that. It's just more like this is what I would have done, but I don't know where I would have placed them, but okay. So you have the right, I know how you feel about lists, And this is how I feel about lists. Cause I think you hit how I use lists too. I don't really use them to like, figure out like, oh man, you know, this should have been number one or this, this and that. It's like, I'll look through it and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I really like that, or like, oh, yeah, that might be my favorite so far this year, or that would might have been my favorite this year, and wherever it is, it is, because, you know, taste is relative. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, I just look at lists to be like, hey, is there something here that I should be paying attention to that I'm not? Like, hey, it's no, some absolutely. names here that, yeah, it's names here I I haven't been paying attention to that I that I need to be paying attention to, like, you know Trisha Dora or um Calvin Tankman I need to pay more attention.
0: Yes you sir. Know? Yeah that's what that's that's the main thing I think I've seen or they said they they did it mainly of course you want to give a spotlight to our people but also you want to shed light on these workers cuz a lot of people don't know who they are and that's the whole yeah. goal I think of it is like that's what I was saying too but I probably didn't elucate eloquate myself as much as i should have when it comes to lists and me oh, no, and an opinion-based list because yeah it's some lists i'll find out i'm like okay i didn't know who this artist was it would be like all right cool so let me tap in thank you for this list i don't really need to see the comments or nothing like that but when it comes to a wrestling list other than that other list yeah let me go ahead and tap into this one because it's like it leads you. It's like a tree, so to speak, when you go from one thing to another. So it's like, all right, let me see Shane Taylor. We know who Shane Taylor uh, Promotions is, but let me see the other workers involved. Or let me go ahead and look at what Calvin Tegman is doing. Oh, MLW. If people are not familiar with MLW. Oh, they got a Two in here. They got Myron Reed, who was also on the list. This and that. So it takes you to the promotions and you see these other workers you never heard of. But you might hear about in the future, so that's the best thing about it. Like, like them putting Chris Bay at five, not only because like I keep calling him the currency of the wrestling game right now, but also it leads people probably going back to watching Impact. (laughs) Probably, I watch Impact, but that's just me. I'm weird in that sense. But for others, they might go back and watch it and be like, "Oh, okay, I haven't tapped in the way." You know what I mean? You. Got you know, Kier Hogan and Tasha Steel's on there, so go ahead watch Impact. But still,
1: yeah. But I mean, yeah. No, I think that's that's the way. And if people want to debate it, you know, let them debate it. Uh That's it, really. Like I mean, that that was a great list. Like I said, uh women's wrestling and black wrestling really held down the pandemic here like a lot of because it was at that point there was no crowd so you really had to be charismatic and you really had to be captivating and I think we saw that a lot of black wrestlers really thrive in this thing because they were already charismatic they were already captivating it's just the audience wasn't listening so hopefully the audience is still listening when we go back to live crowds in WWE which I think is what next week uh two
0: weeks if i'm not mistaken
1: okay because uh this
0: upcoming week next being next week they're taping i think all the shows or just smackdown and then you know after that then they're back on the road so yeah everybody that was out here wilding and all that listen time to go back to work get your ass up you might look you up here you know what i mean we ain't got to say no names you up here talking about it then you might have to go ahead go get that shot sweetie or you're gonna have to stay yeah. your ass at home so
1: yeah yeah you, you're trying to work in hollywood you're gonna you're gonna have to get the shot yeah
0: because anyway everybody get it
1: yeah tony storm thicker than the list ricochet has on the mic uh let's go to the next topic <laughs> what you want to talk about next
0: a second all right so after the brp the top 50 greatest tag teams but more so the number one tag team uh the top you want to just go over the top five for this one as well and i could pull that up if you don't have it
1: uh yeah pull that one up i don't have that one let me see if i can pull it up i know some names that was on there uh but that's about it
0: shouts out to the network uh, that's how i'm able to pull up my list
1: yeah no. Um and I so I think everyone knew what the top 5 was. I think people knew what the top 10 was. And going through the list, you know, this isn't a horrible list. Like there's some names here that probably shouldn't be here just cuz they kind of like just there like like I don't know why Chris Jericho and the Big Show were there. That wasn't that big of a deal to me.
0: Yeah, Jericho Shaw said, bro, that didn't last that long, but all
1: right. Yeah. Like, uh, Kane and X-Pac, I mean, I guess. It's 50. So you got to come up with 50 names. And I was like, all right. if You got to come up with 50 names. You got to come up with 50 names. But I was really sad I didn't see Billy and Chuck here. They were better than Jira Show. They were better than half this list. Like, I'm glad they put some some NXT tag teams on there. I mm-hmm. was really—I mean, I know why they didn't, but I was really shocked they didn't put the revival on there because in mm. NXT, in NXT, they were cold.
0: I think that's all there was because. If it was my list, I'm putting AOP on there.
1: If we add an a- NXT, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. We have the Street Profits on there. We have which was and they were way
0: to too low. Yeah, but they too low.
1: But I mean, yeah. I might
0: change in the, in the next couple of years. Once again, it's just yeah. it's a list, and I mean, we seen how they did the women's list, so it it, it do not matter. Now this yeah. list, I'm like hi, right, bro. Y'all, y'all got it.
1: Yeah, like no. Yeah, Rocky Johnson, Tony Atlas out there. But the other thing, I guess the parameter was you had to have wrestled in WWE because the first thing I saw was there's no Harlem Heat. There's no Hall and Nash.
0: Yeah, and then they said uh when you get to the top five, they say tag teams from other promotions. Huh? NXT huh? is another promotion even though it's under WWE. But yet, yeah. WCW is owned by WWE, so I'm confused. Y'all own that promotion as well, so you own yeah. it's the same. It's under the same umbrella, which is WWE. But
1: okay, yeah. Which that's all I could think was like, okay, you had to have wrestled on in a WWE ring, not just being bought, but you had to have wrestled because if that was the case, you know, if you just bought, then it's some ECW teams that deserve to be on here. Shouts out
0: to the impact players.
1: Impact players is the ones I was exactly thinking of. That's but one of them, favorite favorite in the, them and them the public enemies. Yeah, I know. they definitely wasn't going to have them, or you know, New Jack and Mustafa.
0: No, definitely they
1: they you know,
0: I mean, you got the Dudley Boys, even though you know when they came to the WWE, they they kind of. I wouldn't say deleted that ECW history from them, but for the most part, people just know them from WWE, but...
1: Yeah. But no, I mean, like, the top 10 was great. You had the British Bulldogs. Yeah, that makes sense. The Brothers of Destruction, I get it.
0: Yeah, even though they weren't really a tag team, I think they only had the tag titles, like, once?
1: Yeah, but it was the same thing with, like, the Rock and Sock connection. Like, they don't deserve to be hired in the Steiner brothers.
0: No, not at all.
1: Be serious with yourself. My guy, even though Uh, I do
0: love the rock and sock connection.
1: though. Yeah, no, I think someone made a great point. Is there some teams in here that are more impactful for what they did outside of the ring than what they did in like, that's, that would be the rock and sock connection. That would be Daniel Bryan and Kane. That'll be, you know, who else is a good example of that? Too cool. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, the APA, the APA was great, though. Um, I'm glad they put British Bulldog and uh, Owen Hart on here because I love that tag team.
0: Yeah, they had, uh, I watched In Your House 97, I think, a couple weeks ago, and that's when they had that match against. Was it the Legion of Doom? Damn, I gotta look it up. But I was I was watching the match. Yeah, it was the Legion of Doom, if I'm not mistaken, for like 97 in your house.
1: Yeah. But uh nah, then we you know, everyone, the Usos, New Age Outlaws, Legion of Doom, and then you get to the top five, and there's only five left, and you know what's gonna happen. So Some five
0: because go ahead, because I'm about to talk about this bullshit.
1: Yeah, number five, you had the Dudleys, number four, you had Edge and Christian, number three, you had the Heart Foundation number 2 mm-hmm. you had the hardy boys and number 1 you had the new day which i think a lot of people were surprised that new day was actually number 1 i
0: was surprised too and i'm i mean i'm they right and i'm happy about that but i was surprised too
1: yeah no it it it's um it was but then when you look at the credentials like so I think everyone thought like knew that like the TLC teams would be in here because, you know, that was the first time people really paid attention to tag team wrestling and WWE like that in mm-hmm. a while. Like the new age outlaws was popping, but they were part of a group. Mm-hmm. So they were looked at as something bigger, but you know, you look at all the teams on this list that got to eat. Thanks to the Hardys. Thanks to Edge and Christian. Mm-hmm. Thanks to the Dudleys, like, you got groups like the APA. You got groups like, who else was on here? Uh Eminem. You had groups like Batista and Flair, Ek- Kane and X-Pac. You know, you had teams like Too Cool. You had teams like the World's Greatest Tag Team. These were all teams that were in that era at the time. And you know, they all made this list because they had those three teams there to help boost their stock. Like that's really it when it comes to that. Um, yeah, but no, the new day being number one, you really gotta think about this. What team has there ever been a tag team that's been on top of the entire company in the way that they have?
0: No, nah, and not for this long, especially, you know, with Vince, who doesn't like tag team wrestling,
1: Yeah,
0: for it to go on for what now, five years, six years now? And yep. they, still, they still rocking is something we never – I don't even think we ever seen that in pro wrestling. Like, I feel like at one point the four horsemen broke up. Like, this is five years, six years of them going and yeah. consistently, like, the merch sales, and people still want to see them. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you got Kofi being booked. You know, people could go back and forth with the booking, but, hell, he's somewhere always, when he's in a match, always somewhere in between, you know, main event status. You know, Lauren, and I mean, we're seeing it right now as it, uh, you know, as it goes with the Money in the Bank
1: match. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, like, Hey, man, I know we talk about the Shield where all three of them were world champions. I don't know if Woods will ever get there. I hope he does. But Mm -hmm. can you remember a tag team where all, well, either both or all three were considered, you know, just like dependable talents? Like Woods can talk. He can wrestle. E can talk. He can wrestle. Kofi mm-hmm. can talk. He can wrestle. Two of them were on Black Wrestling's uh top 10 for their 50. And Woods was in the top 20. Like, this is a group that like you know, usually you get these singles wrestlers who are the most reliable. Mm-hmm. But hey man, whenever they can't figure out something, who does WWE turn to? turning a new day
0: okay
1: you know it's the same thing uh it's the same thing like what's happening now like you know lashley needed another opponent everybody was really excited to go to see kofi versus lashley last month and instead they swerved it and did drew and it was so popular and it got over with so many people that they were like okay we might have to run this kofi thing back Exactly. It's just yeah.
0: I can't I can't think of another tag team. I I'm surprised because I think we talked about this recently about Edge and Christian, yeah, having a debate for being the number one tag team just because the single accolades and them going to different promotions. So I would have been I wouldn't be surprised if they would have made number one. I wouldn't be against it either. But the New Day, it just makes more sense because as a tag, they, they're more solidified now as a tag team. Well, Kofi by itself, but more so the other two, they're solidified more as a tag team. Like when you think of either one of those, you think New Day, and I think that's never going to change. And then once again, it probably comes back to the merch sales and them as individuals and wherever they go, it's the New Day. It's like a brand now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And with everything that's going on, not only is Kofi both a tag team Hall of Famer and an individual as a Hall, hall of Famer, it's looking like Big E is going that way, too. So Yeah,
0: no, I, I think he makes it in as a single competitor just based on the yeah. IC title runs and the potential uh, heavyweight title run because it, it's going to happen. When it's going to yeah. happen, we don't know. It might not be within this year, but it, it's definitely going to happen at least once. Yeah and so that definitely makes him
1: a single individual as well yeah and if you want to talk about like a music comparison i think the only way to compare it a new day to is like bts like wherever they go they're the biggest thing like even when john Cena's there sometimes they're bigger than john cena like you got to remember one time when the rock came back they got to do promos with the rock not everybody gets that. Like he did, Lana and Rusev, just because he thought Lana was fine. I see the type of women the Rock like.
0: Yeah, one yeah. type.
1: Yeah. So when he saw Lana, he was like, "Yeah, I want to work with her." Right. He, he he definitely got a type. Yeah, I ain't got no type.
0: And the Rock definitely do. He he lined me off. He don't. Yeah. And especially when it relates to his clothing. Cargo pants, tight ass shirts, baby.
1: He, 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 Florida man. Florida Is he man. really?
0: Yeah. He was born in Hayward. He stayed around the country, but yeah, mostly Florida raised him. All right. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. That was bad. So, okay. <clears throat> AEW just ended uh, their official pandemic run, and they had this nice video, and it was really nice. They showed all the highlights and everything that happened, and the crazy thing that happened is like, man, Brody Lee both debuted and passed away within this last year in AEW, and rest in peace to that dude once again. But um, it was all going well, and then... JR had to sign off by saying, "Thanks for watching WWE Dynamite."
0: (laughs) I wish Uh, we could have ended the podcast on that one, bro. uh,
1: Man, I was like, I just had to cut in because I was like, "Yo, like we've been talking about this for like the past year, like or since AEW brought him in, was like it's time for JR to go." right i I feel bad for him yeah man like they had jericho on and you know jericho's pretty good at the commentary stuff and i was like jericho it's time to call it as a career man just just go be a commentator go talk because you're pretty good at that like i think so because it's only
0: you know i mean he don't have no cardio he don't have no strip it's only so many chops you can do bro
1: yeah and he's chopping for
0: his life he can't move in the ring
1: Yeah, and it's just like, man, stop using the inner circle to keep yourself relevant. Stop doing the ditty. Stop doing, you know, just going to piss off a lot of people. Don't do what Hove was doing in the late 90s, early 2000s. Where he go find a hot rapper and jump on a song.
0: Yeah, and then he's using these lyrical miracle metaphors and everybody think it's great. But, you know, that happens now. Y'all not going to sit up here and tell me I really enjoyed that DJ Khaled song with Nas. Crypto Scarface.
1: Y'all don't ever listen to the high remix. You listen to the original. Yeah, cause I that, that that remix is horrible. Yeah. You know, same thing with the diamonds remix. Like, they talking about diamonds in Africa and all this stuff, and then Jay come on and start talking about something completely different. Like Jay, we we not talking about the dynasty. Like, I get it conflict diamonds the conflict with the diamond but nah hove nah but yeah, yeah. wwe dynamite jr just going outside man <laughs>
0: bruh what was everybody else reaction because you can't sell it you know sell that like bro what did you say like I, i'm you gotta oh. let him i will let him go that day not because i mean because All right, I got to take about this. This is my theory. All right. He's playing. He's doing this on purpose. Because it's been like it's been two years now, bro. You can't keep messing up like this by accident. There's no way you program your mind by then. All right. I'm not with this company anymore. I think he's doing this on purpose. He has to be, bro. Because it's like, all right. Eddie Eddie Kingston did what he did last week. Bet. Let me get them back by doing this. Like, he don't have no ties to WWE, but he don't have no beef with them. No. Maybe he's doing... I think he's doing this shit. There's no way on God's planet you could just keep doing this over and over and over. Yes, he's older. Yes, he's probably bored. Yes, he really don't want to do this, but he has nothing else to do right now. But it's like, bro, I think he's playing.
1: Well, it's just... It's one of these things where it's funny to hear Jr. talk like away from AEW Dynamite and then hear him talk because when he gets away from it, he's like pretty enthusiastic about what they can do. But when he's there, you can clearly see like there's certain matches that he's into and certain matches that he's not into. Like. Keep it a buck. A double or nothing when it was Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. He was there. Bucks, the Bucks tag team match, he was there. Your man Cody mm-hmm. came out, he he wasn't really here for it. The Sting match, he took a back seat because that's Shivani's man. Um the women's match, though, he was all the way here for that. He you could you could almost hear him sit up in his chair. He's like, let me get up here, cuz this is the match I've been waiting for. The, the stadium stampede, he wasn't really there for it. Mm-hmm. Like, JR back in the day, even if he wasn't there for it, he would at least give you something. Now, he he just can't even pretend no more. When he's he not feeling it, he's just not feeling it. So like, I think he got to the end of the show, and he he was just like, you know what, I, I'm I'm he already checked out. He's like, yeah, whatever. Uh thanks for watching WWE Dynamite. It's going to be like anchor man when he said go fuck yourself. <laughs> They're going to be like, "Do you know what you just said?"
0: Bro, I'm telling you, man. I think he's doing this on purpose. He ain't, he ain't that old. He old, but he ain't that damn old. He ain't seen now either. No. Cuz he be on grilling with JR, remember stories. Like that's that's probably it might be my favorite, I wouldn't say my favorite podcast, but it's up there because this the stories he tell. Like I just finished the one about Terry Funk whose uh birthday is today. And it's just like, dude, this dude's memory is insane. Cause he and then the thing is he's seen it all. Like he was around your favorite worker's favorite worker. So him accounting for all these things that took place and remember it bar for bar, word for word. Nah, bro. He's not seeing it now. No. I think he's doing this on purpose.
1: Maybe. Maybe.
0: He, he has to be because there's no reason around it. <laughs> like, what would be the reason for you saying WWE Dynamite? Like, you're not having, like, dude, he could be saying NWA. He could be saying WCW. He worked for other promotions. You know this as well. He's worked for other promotions before the WWE. Even though he was at the WWE longer, but still. He could be saying WWF and people be like, all right, he messing up. He old. He said WWE.
1: You know what's sad about AEW for the most part? A lot of times when they have shows like this that are pretty good and like go off without a hitch, it's always this one little thing that that trips them up. Mm -hmm. It's always this one thing that trips them up. Because the one thing I remember from revolution that show was going fine until the explosions didn't go off do you think this is karma no i just think it's not putting like the the jr thing is just i mean that's gonna happen botches happen but i ain't tripping wait a on minute that. that can't be no i don't think it's about too because
0: remember it happened before didn't he do this like two or three times
1: i don't remember that but I know, how I'll put this, some of that stuff, a lot of sometimes their problems is just really just production value. Mm -hmm. Like the blood and guts thing when he fell, like I didn't have a big problem with that because whatever. Like my biggest issue with that was camera angles. But I can see how people, this and that, because, you know, for whatever reason, people want their wrestling to feel all the way real, It's like, you know, Hey man, I'm sorry to tell you the only way you're going to have that feel all the way real. And that guy falls off something that big, you might as well kill him. Right. But people want their stuff to feel a little bit more real. And I, I understand that. I understand the era of wrestling. We, in. we want to sense realism because we're a little more self-aware of these things. but you just can't have you can't keep having these production bloopers like that the stadium stampede match there was a point where jake hager or warlow put one of the one of them put through the the other through a wall that was clearly a fake wall that was clearly like just put there just for them to go through the wall and it was just stuff like that. that is like dude you gotta have better production value you gotta look at the little things in this way because if you don't that's where you get clown like Say what you want about WWE zombies. They looked on point, and they acted like zombies. Even though Morrison was doing his, you know, his parkour flipping. through, mm-hmm. that, that shit still makes me laugh. He was out there flipping like a Ninja Turtle through zombies. <laughs> like, I might have to run that match back just for that alone like
0: it was no reason for him to do all that
1: just run through the tape yeah like it was no like they just needed something to happen they was like you know what hey just go out there and start flipping like just do something like they must have got word in at that moment hey miz is hurt go out there and Mm -hmm. do something so they just had him go out there and do something (laughs) and man It's uh, but it's those things that like WWE gets right that AEW just constantly fails at. And you know me, I'm not an AEW hater that way. Like for those who are, I don't, I don't judge you for it. It's it's okay to be a hater,
0: right? I just don't care for it. Like, do I hate them? Yeah, because the stupid shit they do. But it's not like I'm up here like ah fuck them. Like I gave the Saturday show a chance, and then it was just like all right, bro. Good wrestling. It just sometimes it just doesn't hit with me the stuff they do, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against the product. Like they got some talent on there. Just, you know, it's one of the things, once again, it's just like, all right.
1: No, it's just, yeah, that's the thing. Like, as someone who watches it and someone who enjoys it, it's like, man, somehow they always find a way to shoot themselves in the foot. And this ain't like, like I said, I think I told you this off air. WWE be finding ways to shoot themselves in the foot, too. It's just, you know, for, like, people move on a little bit better from WWE's shooting themselves in the foot than people do with AEW. And that's that's where it goes part to, like, AEW's antics outside of uh, everything, like when they start taking shots at people and doing all this other unnecessary stuff that's when people just can't let it go and you know what have you but um i say all that to say the new day definitely deserved to be the number 1 tag team they absolutely mm-hmm. did and the thing you guys also got to remember is tony storm is thicker than the material used for wwe t-shirts I it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I told you I'm going to keep hitting you with them. <laughs> you can keep going. Trust me. I got to check it out now because I honestly know they, I didn't know they was doing that.
1: Yeah. Every time they see her on, on the screen, they always got to say what she's thicker than. Like, <laughs> is, I forgot. They said something once that had me dying. I think they said uh, Tony Storm thicker than the racial tensions uh, at the Capitol building or something like that. It was comedy. No, all
0: right. but she she wasn't on Dynamite. I'm not Dynamite. See, I'm messing up. Look I'm at Jr.
1: right now. <laughs> JR. We all have our Jr. moments,
0: right? We for real NXT Dynamite. but like, nah, yeah. she wasn't on Dynamite this past week because I watched today, but. What, what, I don't know what she's been doing on there.
1: Uh, I don't know, but I know they've, they've, um, I know Vince visited this past week um, because he needs people for, I, I learned from somewhere on Twitter, someone people, we shouldn't say the main roster. We should say the flagship roster because there is no main roster anymore. There's just the rosters that are expected to get good ratings. And then the one that's just like, you you could just be here. You here for contract obligations. But um, no, I know Vince visited, and I think that's why everyone thinks Bronson Reed lost the North American title. Cause they're like, yo, yo, we don't need Keith Lee anymore. We uh we're gonna get you. Cause I heard a rumor on why Keith Lee is gone, and I'll tell you off the air because I don't want to spread no rumors until i hear okay
0: i like how you did that uh what was that living color with the wayne and sister oh yeah but you didn't hear that from me you it from me yeah (laughs) yeah i saw that the other day i didn't know what people were talking about but they was like oh vince found out about nxt finally because remember for the longest we was joking about that like bro vince has no idea what nxt is but apparently people said he went down there to the performance center was like oh shit this was going on this is where my money been going
1: yeah, they probably saw Samoa Joe. I was like, didn't I fire you?
0: Yeah, somebody did that. They had the uh Josh Hart meme when he was walking past James Harden.
1: Yeah, like what probably hey Paul Paul. No one did no one tell him he was fired? Vince, you you rehired him. I did that.
0: But the thing is, if he found out about NXT, it's solely because of Karrion Cross, and I think I said something about that too. He gonna find out because of Karrion Cross, because Karrion Cross was on a main event last week.
1: Oh, he was. Yeah, he was on there last week. Well, if he don't learn was- to talk, he better he better get comfortable.
0: Yeah, because uh, apparently, if he is to be brought up, which I I mean we already know, bro, that's gonna happen. Like I, I said that a while ago as well. Like. He is a Vince McMahon guy. You know what I mean? He balled, he swole, he mega. That, that That's his guy. And it didn't work out with the other guy, so he said, bet, I got to get this one. And I'm not even talking about Braun Strowman. So with Karen Cross, if he if he's brought up to the main roster without Scarlett, it's going to get real serious for him. He's just going to – he's a good worker. That's all they going to have. You're going to have to figure it out, big fella. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. It's it just one of those things where it's like, look, man, it's uh, it, it's sink or swim time. That's it. That's all you got.
0: That's it.
1: You know,
0: without your uh, you know, your girl pressure. Without her, I don't know what you' gonna do, Big it in. I don't know what she' gonna do on NXT without you. I've never seen. Oh, she a worker. I know she could work, but I ain't never seen her work. I know she was in AAA for a second.
1: Yeah, I don't don't know if they brought her in to fight. They might have just brought her in like, hey, hey, you stand right there. What I'm going to do? You you, you stand right there. But, you know, uh, I don't know, man. That's 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 going to be interesting to see who who gets the call up and who doesn't. And then the more interesting thing, who will Vince remember that he called up? Because remember, Mansoor just showed up, and, I mean, he'd be there, but he don't really be there. He'd be like, oh, well, we got, you know, Vince be rewriting the show, and he like, well, we got 20 minutes of dead air. What, what can we put in this spot? And they're like, well, we can use Mansoor. Mansoor? I thought he was still in the kingdom of Riyadh. You thought he was in Saudi Arabia? I said the kingdom of Riyadh. <laughs> okay, Vince. Okay. All right. So, yeah. You got it, buddy. Yeah. So that's going to be the real debate. Not who gets called up, but who gets called up and Vince remembers that they called him.
0: Yeah. Some call ups are definitely about to happen.
1: Yeah. But uh, anyways, you got anything else, or that that might be it?
0: No, just uh, check us out. More likely, we'll be back next week because we couldn't cover everything. Check us out at Kayfabe Ain't Dead Dynamite.
1: Yeah, yeah, Kayfabe Ain't Dead. Thank you for listening to NXT Ain't Dead. Um. Uh, <laughs> That shit was horrible, man. I gotta. I just want to see that clip. Remember, he was at Wrestle Kingdom calling Tamatonga Tammy Tonga. <laughs> he was calling like Tammy Tonga. Hey, bro, Jr. is over this shit, bro. I
0: think he did this on purpose, but I feel like he's just over all this, bro. He just don't want to go. home. I feel him, bro. You, you can't go home when you, you know. What I mean, it's been a couple years now, but. You, don't yeah. get over, or something
1: like that. That I don't need nah. to bring up, but still, no nah, grief is hard to deal with. It's just he just gone full country person where he's just like, Look, I'm gonna just say the thing that's closest to what I remember. And if I don't say it right, hey man, you can correct me, right. but I ain't gonna learn it because I remember <laughs> for the my name is not Jesse, but. Let some of my elders, elder relatives, had told you my name is Jesse. I beg your pardon. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know how to they didn't know how to say it. They, they they knew my name. But every time they saw me, they called me Jesse. And I was like, My name ain't Jesse. And it was just like, Oh, I'm sorry, what's your name? And I'd tell them my name, and they'd be like, Oh, okay. Thank you, Jesse. And I'm like, nigga, I just said it. Country folk, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So I hope y'all enjoy WWE Dynamite tonight. This is uh, the Public Enemies Jobber Tears podcast.
0: Sponsored by uh, Tony Thick at Tony Thick. WWE Twitter.
1: Tony Thick (laughs) Thick.
0: Telling dick dick Twitter.
1: Yeah. Dot (laughs) com. Dick dick boom. All right. Just to bring it back to Ice Cube. We don't need to. No, we don't. We don't. All right, y'all. All right.
0: Shouts out to KFIG. Ain't Dead at KFA Ain't Dead Dynamite.